who has seen this film? Hands up. And this will be the only audience particip participation, because I know Simon's in the corner and he likes to shout me about. So, hands up if you've seen this film, because I have. Um, the song I am talking about today is in this film. Uh, any guesses to what song that is? No. <laughs> uh, funny enough, in this film uh, is one of the most popular songs in the world, and that is Jesus Love Me, This I Know. So this was singing at the funeral bit, um, I believe, I haven't seen the film, uh, where uh, Whitney Houston comes out of the hut or shed and she sings this song. So, um, we've been a bit of digging into this song uh, and a bit of history. So it was written in the 1860s uh, by one of two sisters who uh, was writing a poem for a book. And that book in there, uh, the poem was for a dying child and the poem was to comfort that child. So if you look at the lyrics, uh, in a minute, you can kind of see how it was kind of written. Um, and it's one of the most popular songs because it has been translated into multiple languages. China, um, I think in the communist days, which were kind of is still communist, um, um, when Christians were being persecuted, this was one of the songs they would sing as a message, you know, that everything is going well. Because they mentioned, they would put it on this I know, and that was recognized as things were going fine. Um, so the reason I've chosen this song is a couple of reasons. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, I have a little one, she's three, year old, three, three years old now. Uh, it's about one years old. Uh, given her bath times, I was encouraged to pick a song to help her speak uh, English, because we also speak Chinese and Korean at home, um, and also to get her to start humming and doing things. Um, so I thought of two songs, children's songs. One was Jesus Loves Me This I Know. The other one was My God Is So Big, so short, yeah, that, not that one. Um, and uh, I'll sing both those songs, and Mika would actually start coming to Jesus Loves Me, This I Know. Uh, and that encouraged me to sing more. Um, but as with a lot of songs which I thought I knew well, which I knew growing up, and uh, learning growing up, it was uh, Jesus Loves Me, This I Know, for the Bible tells me so, little ones, <laughs> strong. Um, so that encouraged me to really learn and, and look at the lyrics. Um, also, you can't ask my wife, so I'm a kind of I'm a man of basics. Uh, I really subscribe to the fact that if you want to be good and excel at anything, you have to know your basics. To get the foundation solid, to where it be playing drums, playing the violin, sports, maths, uh, accounting. Uh, you've just got to know the basics. And from the basics, you can then build upwards. So when I was learning a song, I kind of talked through, you know, I kind of looked through the lyrics. You know, it's, it is a ch children's song. It is sung all around the world by Sunday schools, by parents, their kids. And, and when I was looking at the lyrics, um, something hit me really, really like straight into the heart. Um, so I'll just kind of go through the lyrics here. So, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so. And what was really profound to me was it's a kid's song. Yet, you know, the melody is quite basic. The words are quite basic. Sorry, the melody is basic, the pitch, the rhythm is quite basic, but the words are so profoundly true. You know, they're, they're so simple, but they're so true. And I can't think of anything else I could put to that. I mean, you could, you could give sermons around this song. 
know, Jesus loves me, but what does that mean? What does, that, what does the Bible tell you about it? Um, so today I'm trying to tackle three little bits uh, in this, which really encouraged me, uh, especially the way I'm trying to raise Mika, and trying how, I, uh, how I'm trying to be a father to Mika. And those are the ones in bold. So Jesus loves me, yeah. they are weak, but he is strong. And the bit about children and the little child coming. So the first one, Jesus loves me, Yes, Jesus loves me. I put a little heart there for those who uh, like cute things. Uh, so, in today's society, you kind of see, um, you know, those three little words. I love you. And in our lives, we may have experienced it, or most definitely seen it in movies, where I love you is such a such a thing about it, where you know the guy you know, takes all his energy and muscles to say to the, to the woman, I love you. And the woman goes back, oh, thanks. And it's not reciprocated. But it's something about those three little words that's so powerful, um, and even the response to it is very powerful. But to hear those three little words, I remember when my daughter said to me for the first time, she said, I love you, Debbie. That melted my heart. And it still does today. And even when my wife said it to me, and I was like, yes, I made her fall in love with me. She's trapped. Um, but those three little words mean so much. Um, and in the context of this song, especially when I'm thinking about teaching Mika, um, these are kind of the three things I could just think about in a very short amount of time. Um, in the context of, is it, is it about me? Why does Jesus love me? Is it, is it about who I am? Is it because of my job, of my life, my family? Is it because of who I am? Or is it because of who he is? Uh, in Romans 5.8 it says, But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The Bible tells me so. In John 15, 13, it says, No greater love has seen than he laid down his life for his friends. The Bible tells me so. John 3, 16. I don't need to say that one. 1 John 4, 10. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the preparation for our sins. The Bible tells me so. So through this, you can kind of see God loves us whilst we're still sinners. He died for us because he sees us as his friends. And it's not of what we've done, it's because God loved us first. And that's a massive encouragement to me. I tell me all the time that Jesus loves you. And she's still a bit too young, but what does that mean? When I say to her, I love you, what does that mean? You know, the unconditional love that our Father shows us, I show her. But I need to replicate that it's because I was loved first. In Romans 8, you know, very well-known uh, passage. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height nor depth, uh, depth nor anything else, nor creation, will be able to separate, separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm-hmm. So powerful, so true. I can't anything. I, I can't even add anything to this. Moving on to my second point, uh, we are weak, but he's strong. Now, a lot of you who know the children's songs, there's always action to it. And this bit, it's always, he is strong. Uh, uh, yeah, stronger than I am, my biceps haven't been worked out in a while. Um, but what, what kind of strength are we looking at here? Um, obviously in the context of the song, the, 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 the child is dying, and it's comforting that you are weak, we are weak. God is strong. Uh, it also talks about um, in future in, in later verses about heaven's gates open wide 
for little children to walk in. It's all around about um, the weakness in, in the body and death. Um, but what actually makes us weak, and this is what I was thinking about, um, recently you've been reading a book called Pursuit of Holiness, with some brothers in church, uh, and it's a great book um, by Joe Bridges. And in it, obviously, it's about the pursuit of holiness. Uh, and to really understand, to really pursue holiness, you've got to understand sin. What, what is sin? You know, too often we go, you know, even in communion, Jesus died for our sins. Our sins are what? Clean. Washed clean. Washed away. But actually, what does it mean to us? How severe, how, how much importance, what is the gravity of sin in our lives? We have been saved, but do we reflect about it often enough? For me, I took a lot of, weight, a lot of things from that book. Um, uh, at times, I have also left sin you know, unchecked, um, reigning in certain areas of my life. And this sentence definitely gets me thinking, you know, we are weak because we have sinned, but he is strong because he is sinless. Again, Romans 5, 6, uh, it talks about that while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly, that he is strong. Hebrews 4.15 talks about, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, with our sin, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin, who is strong. And that is a link, you know, we can see this, that we come to God, we come to Jesus with our sinful nature, he has redeemed us, we are, we are saved because of what Jesus Christ did on that cross. For God loving us, that He can send Jesus to die for us. Uh, so I'm encouraged this way, you know, um, we are sinful by nature. Uh, we have to work out our holiness, I believe. Paul talks about uh, living us, working out salvation daily. Um, so that was encouragement for me. And again, what kind of life am I going to live for my child, for Mika, uh, as she grows up? And the third and final point is, let's see his little child come in. So obviously this is a children's song, as I mentioned. <coughs> children uh, will obviously be talked about in this song. So taking children on his knee, saying, let them come to me, let his little child come in. So as a parent, um, so I've kind of seen a glimpse of what uh, this kind of means to God, uh, what uh, God is our Father. You know, uh, we, we've heard and you know, what father would give a stone for bread and a snake for fish? I would definitely want to do, a, do that with my little one, though I have given her lemon before. <laughs> uh, so what is it about children? Uh, and I, I come up with a story all the time, and even now. So when we go to a new place, when we go to a big crowded place, I pick up Mika, she always kind of, when we first entered, very timid, very hesitant. She kind of snuggles in, does this little cute thing, but she snuggles her face in my armpit. It's really cute for 10 seconds, and it's a little bit annoying. Uh, but over time, she starts kind of looking around, she sees the kids, she kind of maybe starts standing by herself, reaching out. But eventually, she'll go out and she'll be mental. She'll run around, she'll try and look at the kids, uh, jumping off stuff. And um, over that transition, though, she's always looking back to see if I'm there. She's always looking back to see if I'm not disappeared. She's always looking back to see if one, she's secure, one, she'll be looked after. And in that, that gives her comfort. So I think this is what uh, I really want to push on this point here is, um, as adults, you know, we, we intellectually know quite a lot. As adults, uh, we have our own uh, characteristics, but the Bible tells us completely different. You know, Jesus avoids us 
to be like children. In Matthew 18, 1 to 5, at the time the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who in the greatest is in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them and said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like the child, like this child, is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. You know, we follow our faith a lot. You know, in our lives, can we say we depend on God? Like a smaller child depends on their parent. I, I, you know, at times of, of things that things are going well, I can stand up and hold my hand and say, yeah, I am dependent on God as much as I wanted to or should do. So only really trial, uh, trial, at times of trials and turmoil, I look to God and you know, God, I need you. But we should be looking to God all the time. Again, in, in the Gospels, it always mentions about how we are God's children, how we have to be humble. In James, it talks about uh, humility and uh, being lifted up. Um, so, kind of, very quickly, wanted to cover those three points. Hopefully, um, you know, it is a flyby of these things. Um, but I think really it's encouraged me, just the simple lyrics of this song. Um, and just to end, um, I was doing some research on, on this song. There's a famous theologian called Karl Barth. I'm not too familiar with him. Um, so I think he dedicates life to writing doctrine and theology uh, books, really thick volumes of doctrine. Uh, I think near the end of his life, he was in a lecture in America, and one of the students said to him, uh, if you could sum up your life's work, what would it be? And he simply said, Jesus loves me, this I know, but the Bible tells me so. Um, 